things are starting to look progressively better for the Dallas Stars. It looks like we will have Stars hockey back this week, barring any crazy changes. On today's show, we'll talk about guys getting called up to the taxi squad, talk about some guys, veterans on the squad, who I want to see big performances from out the gate if the Stars do play on Thursday. And then to wrap things up, we will talk a little bit about the Dallas Stars minor league affiliates. All of this coming up on a brand new 2022 edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, on this Monday, January 3rd. I hope you guys had a fantastic New Year's weekend. Uh, I know I did uh, earlier um, today as I'm recording this on Sunday. got the opportunity to go to my first NFL game, uh, play, watch the Dallas Cowboys play the Arizona Cardinals. Not the result that I wanted to see, but still an incredible opportunity. Huge shout out to the folks over at Texas Live here in Arlington uh, for helping set that up. If you're listening uh, maybe you notice the difference. And if you're watching on YouTube, you certainly notice the difference. New year, new mic here at Locked on Star. Shout out to mom and dad for the incredible Christmas gift, uh, rocking the Elgato uh, Wave 3 microphone. Uh, like it a whole lot. Hopefully it sounds great to you guys listening. Uh, maybe a little bit easier on the ears, if you will. But we got a lot of exciting things to talk about on today's show. Looking like we might be seeing the return of the Dallas Stars this week. Uh, if everything continues to go according to plan. But before we get into all the good stuff on today's episode, I do want to take a moment to say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Lockdown Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Lockdown Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. The show can be found at any of those places and is absolutely Free. But without any further hesitation, let's get right down to it. The Stars had a little bit of a busy weekend as far as call-ups go. Uh, the Stars, you know, this is a big step uh, as it shows that the Stars might be getting back uh, to a little bit of normalcy, doing some air quotes for those of you listening on audio, because uh, I don't know if anything will be normal for the rest of this season, given the unpredictability of everything so far as, as far as COVID goes, uh, with Omicron variant, things of that nature. But the Stars did take some steps in the right direction to at least getting back to playing games, uh, which we have not seen the Stars play since December 20th, uh, right before Christmas. But the Stars did call up some guys from the AHL to be on the taxi squad. Uh, those names include Ty Delandria, Riley Damiani, Rhett Gardner, Thomas Harley, and goalie Adam Scheel. All of these guys have been assigned to the Dallas Stars taxi squad. Uh, and all of these guys have seen NHL minutes in their career outside of Adam Scheel. Uh, and I'm not quite sure how many he'll see uh, during his time here on the taxi squad. Uh, I feel like he's kind of a break, you know, break glass in case of emergency kind of guy in case we cannot see, uh, you know, Jake Ottinger or Braden Holtzby play. Uh, hopefully we won't see those guys get affected too much by COVID. Uh, they, they seem to have, you know, stayed pretty clear of it as of right now. Uh, some of the few guys on the Dallas Stars roster who up to this point have not caught it, have not tested positive from what we've seen so far. But Adam Shield, one of the guys called up, just kind of in case things happen or there's an emergency and the Stars need a backup goalie or worst case scenario, a starting goalie. 
Uh, things could get very interesting very quick if we see Adam Shield starting in the NHL. Maybe it would be great, but who knows? A guy that we, you know, hasn't seen any time with the Dallas Stars so far. I've been spending a lot of time uh, in the AHL and the ECHL, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I, I think this is exciting. Um, you know, there's some guys that have been called up that I'm excited to see potentially play and get some substantial minutes if the Stars are not able to sport a full normal roster that we've seen from them so far this season due to lack of availability from COVID. Thankfully, we do know that guys can come back a little quicker now due to the CDC shortening some of the, the quarantine time from about 10 days to five days. So hopefully we'll see the reemergence of some of the, you know, the key guys of this team sooner rather than later as the Stars prepare to, as of right now, play a hockey game on January 6th, this Thursday at home against the Florida Panthers. But I'm really excited to see some of these guys play, namely Riley Damiami, Thomas Harley and Ty Delandria. Uh, Damiani, you know, we've talked about him a little bit on this show. Only one NHL game so far this season, but I really liked what I saw from him in his, you know, solo performance at the NHL level against the Blues back in early December. He, you know, didn't do anything crazy, but did score a goal in his first NHL game, NHL debut on what was one of the best shifts we've seen from an individual player so far this season, especially not, you know, a guy on that top line of Pavelski, Robertson, and Hintz. Uh, you know, just an incredibly hard worker, a guy who's hungry and determined to really, you know, take his career to the next level. We know that he won AHL Rookie of the Year last season, but clearly a guy who is not satisfied with that stat right there, a guy who wants to continue to push forward, keep moving forward, showing that he's willing to do the work. Uh, and, you know, a, a guy that, you know, the, the other guys on the team seem to like having him there, and they seem just as happy as he was when he scored his first goal. So certainly excited to see Damiani back in victory green, potentially getting some substantial minutes with this Dallas Stars squad. Thomas Harley is another guy who has seen a good amount of NHL minutes starting all the way back at the Edmondson bubble back in the fall of 2020, but a guy who's played a little bit on the squad this year, uh, whether it's due to injuries, COVID, things like that, with some of the Stars defensemen. But he is second on the Texas Stars and for defensemen and assists. Uh, with seven, um, just not, provides a nice big defensive presence at 6'3", 205 pounds. Uh, always nice to have a big body out there on the ice like that that can be a little bit of an enforcer. Not always going to be scoring the most goals. I don't believe Harley has a goal at the AHL or NHL level so far this season, but a guy who can rack up a good amount of assists, throw up some shots on the blue line that can either get deflected or you know a guy, a forward, can crash the net get an offensive rebound opportunity. Really excited to see Thomas Harley continue to develop. I know that he's still a young guy who, you know, he even said in his own interviews, didn't get the ideal start that he wanted back in the bubble, looking to redeem himself a little bit, looking to get a good amount of minutes, maybe playing on the taxi squad, a guy that, you know, I think the Stars organization should be excited about. Always nice, like I said, to have a big body out there on the ice. And if he can really get his game going as far as the offensive side of things go, I think he'll be a really special player in this league. And lastly, the guy, another guy I'm excited to see who we haven't seen very much of in the NHL this season is Ty Delandria. We saw a decent amount of him last season due to the chaos that was the Stars roster in 2020-2021. But he is 21 years old, still has a long way to go in his NHL career. Five goals, seven assists, four power play assists, by the way, with the Texas Stars so far this season down in Cedar Park. Uh, another guy that, you know, like I said, 21 years old, still has a bit of a ways to go as far as development but i think getting an opportunity to play right now with this taxi squad with these other guys at the ahl level moving up uh getting to spend some time with the veterans on this roster i think will be very beneficial for a guy like delandry and i think that can be said of any of these guys being called up even some of the guys i didn't really dive into detail on uh you know your shields your gardeners 
guys like that. I think you know that this is really only a positive thing. Obviously, not ideal to have a taxi squad implemented uh, because of this pandemic, kind of messing with the roster and shaking things up. But I think it's good for these guys to come in and spend some quality time with these vets, Pavelski, Ben, Sagan, Radulov, guys who have been in this league for a while, who know what they're doing, uh, know how to be effective hockey players. Uh, it, it, it can't hurt them at all to be able to spend a little bit of time, whether it's at practice, in games, in the locker room, just see how these guys operate, get a little bit of a taste of how the NHL works from guys that have been in this league for a long, long time. And even a guy like Shield getting to spend time with a Vesna Trophy winner like Braden Holtby and even maybe getting to spend some time with Ben Bishop since he's still a part of this organization. Can't be negative at all. I'm excited to get to see these guys get an opportunity to potentially play and show the fans at the AAC what they're made of. Uh, maybe show the coaching staff and management that maybe they belong at the NHL level sooner rather than later. But only time will tell as we see the Stars hopefully return to action this week with maybe some of these taxi squad guys getting to flex their muscles and show us what they're made of. Well, coming up next, we will continue to talk about the Dallas Stars' potential return to action this week. I'll talk about some guys that I would love to see some big performances from to help get them and the team back on track and back in the playoff race. But before we do that, do you want to take a moment and say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode, and that is our friends at Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Guys, Built Bar, they taste just like a candy bar, just as delicious, but they're not as bad for you like some of those other candy bars out there. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you can get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCKED15 today at Built.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I want to take a moment and address some guys that I would love to see turn a new leaf in this season with the Stars potentially returning to action later this week against the Florida Panthers on Thursday night at the AAC. Uh, I think it's fair to, fair to say an easy assessment to make for anyone who's watched this team for an extended amount of time this season that any of their success this season can be attributed to their defense and to the top line. That hints Robertson, Pavelski line. We talk about them all the time on this show. We love them on this show. Uh, certainly, you know, and, and they deserve a lot of credit. And so do the defensemen, your Miro Haskins, your Essa Lindells, John Klingberg, Ryan Suter, Yanni Hockenpah, even Andre Sekera to some extent, even though he's kind of at the back end of that list. The, de the defense and the defensemen especially deserve a lot of credit for the success that the Stars have had this season when it comes to their wins, especially some of their big wins against some of the stronger teams in the league, like Colorado, Edmonton, and Calgary. But the, the, you know, there's some other guys on this team, especially veteran guys that we've talked about before, that I would really like to see step up, and I think can you know take this Stars team to the next level and truly promote this team to playoff contenders this season. You look at uh, Natural Stat Trick, a great place, like I've said mentioned before, a great place to look for in-depth hockey stats. Uh, the Stars leaders in scoring chances for, so pretty clear what that means. These are opportunities, chances to score uh, 
each game every time. That's the stat that they track throughout the season. Uh, the leaders and a lot of those stats for a lot of teams are going to be defensemen just because of them shooting from the blue line, shooting from the top of the offensive zone. Uh, that's a shot on net. Sometimes it gets deflected or blocked, redirected, what have you. But so guys like Miro Haskin and Esselindel, Suter, and Klingberg find themselves at the top. Joe Pavelski actually finds himself fourth in that spot, scoring chances for Tyler Sagan is sixth on that list. Alexander Radulov is seventh, and Jamie Benn is ninth. And those are kind of the three guys I want to hone in on and focus on uh, at this moment in time. Because I think best-case scenario for this Stars team coming out of this long hiatus, or what feels like a long hiatus, uh, certainly not as long as the wait that we had to do back in March 2020, but still a long time without Dallas Stars hockey we've had over this past couple weeks. I think the best case scenario for the Stars team coming out of this pause will be for those three guys to find some offensive consistency. And I know people have been talking about it all season. There's been a lot of complaints, especially about Tyler Sagan and the way that he's played so far this season. Jamie Benn has had a few nice performances that I think have kept him out of that same talk of people really having a lot of bitterness almost, I guess, for lack of a better term. Uh, and I feel like Radulov kind of gets off the hook because he hasn't necessarily been a staple of this team for as long as guys like Jamie and Tyler have. But still a guy that you know has shown really good flashes for this team. And maybe it's because he's aging or maybe he is nursing some sort of injury that maybe we just don't know about. Uh, some kind of minor injury that's holding him back, but certainly uh, have not seen all the things we've wanted to from number 47 so far this season, season either. But I do think that this break has probably done a little bit of good for them because I think it allows them to do a couple of things. Uh, one, rest their bodies. We talked about you know, just a second ago, maybe Radulov is nursing some kind of wound. Uh, maybe that's the case with Sagan or Jamie Benn. Sagan coming off of you know surgery and barely playing at all last season. Uh, who knows what these guys' bodies have been going through? Not that that's entirely an excuse because they still have been suiting up, getting a lot of substantial minutes on the ice. I think if there was really an injury holding them back, the coaching staff or the training staff would be aware and they would take them off and they would make them, you know, take some games off, take some practices off. But I think this is a chance for them to rest their bodies, recuperate uh, those of them that, you know, have tested positive for COVID, but not really showing symptoms. Hopefully their body's been able to stay in somewhat good shape and take this time to recover, relax a little bit as much as they want to be back on the ice playing the game. Hopefully this has been a restful stretch for themselves mentally and physically, but also I think it gives them yeah, a little bit of time to analyze their play, whether that's watching game film, uh, just kind of evaluating themselves and talking about what they've done this season with coaches or maybe other players uh, and looking for pointers and advice from them to see what they can do better in order to elevate their game to the next level and in turn elevate this team to the next level. Because I think if those guys start playing well, it takes the pressure off the top line where they can continue to do what they do because what they do is fantastic and what they do is super efficient for the Stars team. But this, this team won't go far if we're only relying on three guys to do all of the heavy lifting, especially offensively, because the defense, as we know from past playoff experiences, can only get this team so far. So I, I really want to see these guys step up. I know Josh Clark and I talked about back around Christmas time uh, that we want to see the return of big time Selly Alexander Radulov because he's one of the most exciting guys to watch when he celebrates a goal. Uh, and I think, you know, maybe, maybe this rest is what they needed to kind of get themselves refresh take a second uh and just kind of analyze how they've played this season you know talk about whether with coaches teammates guys like that guys that can give some insight uh on what they can do in order to improve themselves maybe that's just what they need uh, and you look at a guy like rupe hints who started off the season really slow kind of found himself around the mid midway point of november and now he's been on an absolute tear whenever he's been healthy and not sick and on the ice for this stars team and maybe we'll see that with these other guys clearly these guys are older the three guys i mentioned tyler Alexander and Jamie, but I think they still have a lot to offer. Radulov still having a pretty nice season, 
having some really nice assists. I believe he has 11 on the season, just not quite the scoring threat that, that he has been uh, at many other times in his career. But, you know, it's also hard to factor in age uh, when your team leader in points is 37 years old. Uh, so certainly not an excuse there. And Tyler, you know, just now pushing 30. Jamie, a few years over 30. Still a lot of good hockey left in them, I believe. And, you know, based on what they say to the media, these are guys that want to be back in the playoffs that are frustrated with some of the stars and consistencies this season. And I think that they're aware that you know, part of the issue is because they're not quite living up to the expectation that we had for them in the preseason. And so hopefully this break has given them an opportunity to reevaluate, regroup, recuperate with themselves and just individually uh, for themselves to kind of regather their thoughts and their senses. And we will see the return of those guys being an effective force for this stars team throughout the rest of this season. And to close out today's episode of locked on stars, your first listen of the day, want to take a moment and talk about some minor league affiliates of the Dallas stars and not necessarily the AHL Texas stars, as I've talked about them on the show before, but I want to talk a little bit about the ECHL, the East Coast Hockey League affiliates of the Dallas Stars, the Idaho Steelheads. Over the weekend on Saturday, uh, got to take, got had a really cool opportunity uh, to, you know, drive up to Allen, Texas, uh, not too far from where I live here in the DFW Metroplex, and got to check out a game featuring the Allen Americans who play, obviously, in Allen. Uh, you know, they are the ECHL affiliate of the Seattle Kraken. They got to take on Idaho uh, and. Whatever people might have thought on Twitter, uh, my heart is 100% with the state of Texas. Just thought it was cool to get to view, uh, you know, this team from Idaho come down, affiliated with the Dallas Stars, clearly. And so it was cool to see them in the state of Texas playing another Texas hockey team. As my, You know, I talked about wanting an Idaho Steelheads jersey. I think their jerseys are sick. Uh, by no means am I turning my back on the state of Texas that I love dearly. You see this Texas flag behind me, two Texas flags, literally the state of Texas flag and then this Texas USA flag on the back wall of my room. But still, nonetheless, a really, really cool experience. Uh, and I, yeah, just kind of wanted to take a moment uh, and encourage anyone listening uh, to go to a game, especially if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and are able to get to Allen or maybe you live in or near Allen. Uh, super, super cool experience. Um, Really cheap. I, I think I spent like thirty dollars uh, on tickets, and that's including fees, whatnot. Uh, and I mean, and I think it's kind of that same price for pretty much anywhere you want to sit in the arena. And there's really not a bad seat in the house. It's a pretty, you know, smaller arena for minor league hockey. Uh, kind of, you know, if you just took the bottom bowl of the American Airlines Center, made it a little bit smaller, that's kind of the seating capacity of this arena. But you can see everything nice and up close, uh, which was really cool. I feel like you know, a lot of times at you know, at least in my experience, uh, haven't gone to too many games where I've been at the lower level of the AAC, gotten that opportunity a few times, but not too many times. So it's cool to always get to go to a sporting event like that and see the action up close. And this was absolutely an opportunity to do that. Just a few rows from the action behind the goal uh, where um, Idaho was scoring in the first period or, you know, driving, driving towards the net that way, but really cool experience, easy, easy access to the stadium. Uh, kind of in a nice newer spot of Allen where there's just a bunch of restaurants in the area. You can make a whole evening out of it, go get dinner before the game, park right by one of the restaurants or the free parking garage south of the arena, walk into the arena, super easy access, uh, yeah, super easy, carefree kind of experience, really easy going, really easy going crowd, but also they were very into the game, very passionate about their Allen Americans, which was really cool to see for minor league hockey. I feel like you don't always get that kind of atmosphere in minor league sports. So it was really, really cool to see the fans get behind it. And of course, it was really awesome to get to watch these guys just play for the love of the game. These are guys 
that you know are still having dreams of playing hockey at the highest level, looking to get that call up to the AHL, and then maybe eventually, if the, you know if things continue to go well for them, they get that call up to the NHL. So really, really cool experience to see, and just awesome uh, to kind of get a taste of minor league hockey and and just get a taste for minor league sports. So I encourage you, whether you live in DFW or not, find a minor league hockey team in your area, and if you have time, uh, go catch a game. Uh, and it was really cool this weekend just to kind of get a taste of live hockey again, having not been to a Stars game in a while with the pause on games was really, really nice. So, yeah, huge shout out to uh, the Allen Americans and the Idaho Steelheads. Uh, we love both here on this podcast. We love the state of Texas, but also love and support the team that is affiliated with the Dallas Stars. So super cool. I highly encourage it. Um, yeah, really, really cool to support Texas hockey and just get a taste of hockey in general and seeing that it stretches far beyond the NHL here in the state of Texas. It's kind of the theme for the stars this season is, you know, one team, one state, Texas hockey. But as we even saw back in the preseason when they played in El Paso, uh, the stretch of hockey is not just here in the DFW Metroplex. It's all over the state. Super, super cool to see. So I highly encourage it. Go get a taste of minor league hockey if you have not done so already. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day at the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform, wherever you choose to follow and subscribe. It is absolutely free. You can also leave star reviews on Spotify now. For our, so for all of my Spotify listeners, be sure to give the show a five-star review if you like what you hear. Truly, truly helps me out and the Locked On Podcast Network out a ton. Be sure to also follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. You can go ahead and give us a follow there as well for updates on when episodes come out, as well as just followings of Stars games as they unfold. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we continue to march towards Dallas Stars hockey once again being in our lives. Truly an exciting time, and I can't wait to see you then. We'll see you tomorrow, Stars fans. Have a great day.